Hello, and thank you for joining the Made to Inspire podcast. This is the podcast for dreamers, entrepreneurs, and business owners who want to go to that next level in your life with Kimberly Smith Austin and Misty Jarrigan. Each week, we will bring you tips, tools, and tactics that will inspire you to take action. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome to the Made to Inspire podcast. I am Kimberly Smith Austin, and I am here with the awesome and amazing, my co-host, Misty Kerrigan. Hey, Misty. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Thank you for listening, no matter what time you're listening. And we have a special show today because it is episode 30. We have a bigger budget. We'll have like fireworks and stuff. Right. So episode 30 is kind of crazy because I don't know if you know this by now, but we are ideaholics, idea maniacs, and we have a thousand to a million ideas a minute. So episode 30 is, are your ideas keeping you up at night? Are your ideas keeping you up at night? Are you going along your day? You're doing your work. You're, you're seeing your children. You're seeing your spouse. You're really tired. You had a long day. You go to lay down and all of a sudden, bam, idea, idea, idea. And it's, it's interrupting your sleep. And then it starts to impose in your day. This idea, like popcorn, uh, starting to grow. And, and unfortunately, sometimes if we don't release it, it starts to eat us from the inside out. Yeah. It causes emotions. It causes frustration. It causes like, oh, I had this idea. So <laughs> one of my clients the other day says, I feel like I have a baby, but I don't know how to birth it. <laughs> That's a big deal. That's an absolutely big deal. And I'll tell you, guilty as charged. That would be me. I am the truest form of an ideaholic, an idea maniac. I have stayed up many nights. In fact, just last week, I had one of those moments. Now, it wasn't complete all night. And I'll tell you why. I fell asleep on the sofa probably around nine o'clock. And then I was awakened just by natural forces. And it was around 12. I was working on a project when I fell asleep. And I decided, well, let me just finish it since I'm back awake. And guess what? 4.46 before I laid my head on the pillow. In the middle of just trying to go back to sleep, those ideas were just boom, boom, popping like popcorn. And I couldn't get them to stop. Now, here's the crazy thing. I had a 7 a.m. meeting. So I forced myself to shut it down so I can go be productive for a full day of work the next day. So yes, I absolutely have experience all night, <laughs> ideal gathering, idea building sessions. So I know that <laughs> one oh so well. But Kimberly, you've also looked up to why it happens. Yes. You know, and a lot of studies have shown that at nighttime, we're the most relaxed. Misty mentioned that, you know, during the day, we have activity after activity after activity. So we don't have time to get into that creative zone. We don't have time to really build in that area where, you know, the creativity happens. But at night, when you're laying down in the bed, you're in your most relaxed state. And guess what? Something happens. 
your brain started going and going. Your circadian rhythm starts looking at being relaxed enough to make the connections with your neural pathways to form and really bring those ideas to life. You know, this is what helps us find the creative solutions for problems that we're encountering in our Mm -hmm. lives when you're in that relaxed state. And so when you think about it, that's key. And then also people have the same thing when they're sleeping. Psychologists from the UC San Diego, which is where we live, close by, found that we're at our peak state in creativity during our REM sleep. So it's not uncommon. I mean, it's a, it's some of us don't know how to manage it and don't know what to do with it, but it's a very common state that happens. Mm. So now we have to decide, what do we do with it, Misty? What do we do with these ideas that are keeping us up at night? How do we manage them and how do we bring them to life? Here's the scary part. If we don't start to manage them, it will affect aspects of our health and mindset. I think a burning desire, a divine idea placed in you does not want to stay in you. It wants to get out into the world. It wants to make its impact and it nudges, right? Maybe it starts with the sleep or it starts with your, during the day, you're focused a little more on it. But if we're not listening to those nudges and we're not doing things to help bring it to fruition, unfortunately, what we've seen in our line of work is people start to get sick. They start to get depressed. And they start to not feel like themselves. It's the craziest thing. And it's literally like it's killing you from the inside. Now, the sad part is, is once you're in a state of depression or once you're in a state of being tired by this idea that you're not doing anything on, now you're in this cycle of feeling tired and not doing the things. And if you're feeling depressed, then you're bringing other things in. Um, some people try drugs. Other people try pushing it down and just kind of staying. Have you met these people in life? They're just angry all the time. (laughs) So our thing is you have this beautiful idea, this amazing idea. And what? This is where we always start with vision. What? Let's just say what? You had a magic wand. You waved it. The idea is now it's a business. It's a company. It's a side hustle. Whatever that dream is of yours, how now is your life impacted? How now? Are you getting a second income from it? Did it replace the job that you don't like? The other crazy part is that now you have this idea out in the world. Is it helping others? Are others' lives easier? I know in our book, we talked about um, some of the amazing people that shared their stories with us, had their ideas that now make other lives easier, that now in the medical field have made such an impact. Others are able to detect some things in the business world have created easier gaps so that other people are able to launch their idea and have these great businesses. So who is your idea? We talked about the ripple effect in the last episode, ripple effect of good and inspiration and helping, but there's also a negative ripple effect. What is the ripple effect to not making a decision to move forth on an idea? How's it impacting you and how's it impacting others? That is so huge, Missy. I almost couldn't keep myself together because we think about what if, and that what if question is actually something that has kept many awake. You know, before I get into the more of the what if, I think about Les Brown's statement saying, the graveyard is the most expensive place in the world because people die with their dreams, aka ideas still living inside of them. And Mm -hmm. if you don't release those ideas, 
What does that mean? Who missed out? What did you miss out? Your friends, your family, people out there who need what you want. And so often we second guess and we doubt ourselves and our abilities. And we think no one wants what I have. There's no need. My idea isn't that great. You know what? Many people started there, but now their success. Think about the guys who founded Uber. They needed a cab. <laughs> And they couldn't find a cab and they went home and came up with this idea of maybe we can create an app that could call a cab for us and we'll call it Uber. You know, way off, way, way, way fetch. But do you know where they are today? Billion dollar company because of this idea that was far fetched, but it and had value. How many lives that we don't even know have been saved by people not driving drunk or people getting to where they need to be and not having access to that ripple effect of their idea coming to fruition has impacted. I want you to think about your favorite song, that song that touches your heart or that song that makes you want to dance. Imagine if it was never written. Your favorite movie, that one go-to movie when you're at your lowest that you watch and it makes you think life isn't so bad and I can, I can do more if it was never written. So these are the things when Les Brown talks about, like imagine all the stuff that isn't here, but imagine life without the stuff that does inspire you. Yes. And your idea, there's no idea too small. We love saying there's no idea too smart because you never know. Even if it impacts one person, wasn't that worth it? And most ideas we know don't. Most ideas impact hundreds and thousands. Sometimes life is changed through one simple idea that maybe someone else might take and do something different with. So this is why it's so important that there's no such thing as a small idea because you never know what that idea could fruition into. That's right. That's four. It's so important that you bring it out into the world. You know, our job here in Made to Inspire is to inspire you to take action. Action with that idea. Don't let it die inside of you. And, and maybe stop letting it keep you awake at night. You know, one <laughs> of the things we talk about in our book, if it's important to you that you'll make time for it every single day. And maybe that's putting 30 minutes on your calendar during the day, <laughs> not when you need to rest. You need to rest to recover, to replenish, to repair, rebuild. So you're ready for the day ahead, but you have to sleep. So think about that idea and plan 30 minutes in your calendar each day so you can actually work on it because we know how important it is. Your sleep matters, so does the idea. So if you think <laughs> about that idea, just think about a couple of things. We want to give you some practical and tactical tools that you can use to really bring that idea to life. Number one, we want to encourage you to write it down. If it's in the middle of the night, happen to wake up at two or three o'clock in the morning, your brain's wondering, write it down. Because I'll tell you firsthand, there have been many, many nights that I was thinking an idea came to my head and I go, oh yeah, I'll write it down in the morning. Morning came and the idea was gone. <laughs> <laughs> so number one, you have to write it down. You know, keep it a practice of keeping a notepad a pen, a pencil next to your bedside so you can capture that. What's number two, Misty? I want to, um, actually, it's a lesson you taught me, but when you write it down, date it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Write it down and just put the date next to it. There's crazy ideas that Kimberly had. It was like 2015. 
that we were starting to put into um, put into effect in 2020. And she was so funny because she's like, this seems so familiar. Hold on. She pulled out a notebook, a really big notebook. She flipped through it and she said, oh, my gosh, there it is. I had this idea in 2015 and I wrote it down. That's it. So it was kind of crazy to see. It's almost like it was kept safe. And then when it was reflected upon, she was able to bring more into the time was able to release it. So write it down and date it. Yeah. Now, number two, what I just kind of cheated on was review it. <laughs> Don't just write it in your notebook and never look at it. You have to set a time. We recommend once a week. If that seems a little much, maybe once every two weeks at the very, 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 very most once a month. Yes. But take time and review your ideas. Yeah. Read through it. Okay. Yeah. I remember that. And um, why is that? Why should we take the time to review it, Kimberly? Well, you know, one of the things, and I'll go back to the reference you just made about dating it. For me, when I go through the process of reviewing, it brings that idea back to the top of my head. It makes me remember maybe some of the parts of why it came out and what I hope to do with it. But on top of that, it then allows me to catalog it into a new space. And for me, Misty, I like to catalog sometimes electronically. And the reason being is because I can then do a search by word as opposed oh. to paging through thousands of pages because I am full of ideas. But if I wrote the word green tree and I type in my iPhone or my iPad or my whatever, I'm a Mac girl, can you tell? If I type that word in, it's going to pull every document, everything that I have with that word in. That is how I'm able to pull up things from 2009, 2010, 2012, 2015, because those key words are there. You want to make sure you take the time to organize, excuse me, organize and review it. Because by doing so, you give yourself a chance to do something with it. If hmm. you you know, you do something with it, not just physically write it down, but do something. Because what I did for many years is I wrote ideas down and they stayed inside of binders. And I never did anything with them until I realized they had no value in a closed book. Hmm. Right. That's Which <laughs> so, Missy, what's the third one? Do you remember? I do. And you just said it. We got to organize them. So step one, we have to write it down. Keep a notebook by your book, by your bed at night. Keep it with you or your phone. I know I have notes on my phone that I, I start ideas off there. They don't end there, but they start there. So once you write it down, you put the date next to it. You, you pick a time during the week or during the month to review your ideas. And when you're reviewing them, you want to put them over to a system to organize them. So step three is organizing them. As you're reviewing them, and Kimberly said a great word, catalog them, get them into some sort of system because when you organize them, you're going to start to see patterns. You're going to mm -hmm. see some things that start to, as we like to call it, connect the dots. Mm -hmm. So if you have food ideas, movie ideas, course ideas, and you're, you're plugging them away, you might start to see, hey, wait a minute, these are kind of related. The uh, ideas we talked about is maybe you love cooking. Write down some ideas about a cooking show. Oh, I love baking. Oh, you know, my mom, when we used to sit in the kitchen and, and she had these great recipes and made me feel this. Okay, recipes and mom. And, and then once you start and all your ideas are added up, you might come up with, oh my gosh, I need to create a recipe book for the Kerrigan family recipes that I could pass down. And that's for my children, but others might like to do that. I know um, I come from a small town and every year they used to do the... Clifton Marinci recipe book 
Mm-hmm. And people would put in stories and the recipe from their family. So it, it preserved these family recipes to a community recipe. And then the book was a fundraiser for the schools. That's a crazy thing how someone's idea of a recipe kind of started to uh, translate into now it impacted the entire town. That's huge. That is amazing. And I absolutely love that because that's what you can do when you take the time to write it. When you take the time to (laughs) review it and then you start organizing it. And that's what I learned years ago, because when you have that idea, they're coming. And if you're anything (laughs) like Christy and I, they are coming at a a million miles a minute. In fact, as you were speaking, Misty, I started thinking about if I were to give someone my electronic idea journal, man, I feel like gazillions of dollars could be made. <laughs> I think it, it's priceless. Really, I can tell you this yes. thing. And you, if you had the time, the energy, and the resources, you could really make a gazillion dollars from it. I have businesses that range from zero to you name it things for children, things that are passionate, that I'm passionate about are inside of those idea journals, which many have not come to life yet. But if someone had the time, they absolutely could. So I want to tell you, do that for yourself because there's something waiting, something inside of you that's ready to be birthed. And I believe that it only takes you to make it happen. See, I can't take your idea and bring it to life like you could. And so I want you to take it and start giving life to it. Make it, bring it legs and feet and arms, which brings us to the next one is do something to take action. Number four, you've written it down. You've reviewed it. You've organized it. Now it's time to take some action on it. Now your action may vary. And and as we talked about on every podcast, baby steps matter too. You don't have to take something huge and gigantic, but do something with it. I'll use an example, one of my programs called Walk, Run, Race. I wrote that down years ago and I didn't do anything with it, but it was something that was, I felt divinely given to me as a title, Walk, One Race. You know, they say you have to want walk before you can run. And I thought, yeah, and then you really have to run before you can get into the race zone. So there it was. I wrote that down. And didn't bring it to life until 2013. I wrote it down probably 2008, 2009. And I believe there's also a time and a season for everything. Just because the idea came to your head right now doesn't mean it's time to bring it to life. But when you write it and you date it, you can then go back and bring it to life. And so when I thought about that, when the time was right, it came back into my heart. And guess what? Then I launched it. It's still an active program today. I have the opportunity to change lives, transform lives. In fact, on our last episode, you heard how I helped one of my athletes run her first 50 miler as a result of walk, run, race. I've also encouraged her and helped her go out there and run other races as a result of that. And so that little piece of action tied with the idea that came to my heart and my head, I brought it to life. I'll tell you, and there's nothing like taking those things and doing something with it. Now, Missy, I know you had a couple other stories about how someone took those ideas and brought them into action. Tell us more. Absolutely. And I want to, I want to utilize your walk, walk, run race. Cause here's what we want to do is we want you to just walk with your idea for a little bit. What are, what is walking with your idea look like before you run with your idea or you race to the market with your idea? 
So um, one of my dear friends, Julie, loves cookies. And she creates this specific kind of cookie. And she had the idea one day. She says, I think I want to do a cookie truck. And we all laughed at her because we're like, mm. and uh, me, I had more ideas. I'm like, why don't you do cookies and then do health shakes? And because I have a thousand ideas. She's all, I don't want to do all that. I like cookies and I want to sell this specific cookie. So walking with her idea, what she started to do was she just started to bake the bean cookie. She tried different recipes with the cookie and we all had to eat it for us, huh? Having to eat cookies to help her. So she did all these different recipes and then she started to run a little bit. She started to, well, what if I sold them at um, a fair, you know, like the week things where people go, what if I only use specific ingredients that I could utilize it at this, this fair? What if I, what if I got a truck at a cookie truck? So she called and she figured out some prices. She figured out what the laws look like. Now she's on her way to race with the idea before uh, COVID hit, but that didn't stop her. She baked all through COVID. And now that we're kind of seeing uh, an end of some of the restrictions, she's back into kind of maybe pricing out what the truck might look like and getting ready to race with her idea. But during this year, she looked up laws. She looked up specific marketing. She looked up where other dessert trucks normally have the most profit. So she just, just the little stuff. And she loved every moment of it because it felt like every new thing she learned was that much closer to bringing her idea. Now, I'm going to be sad because I hope she doesn't start charging us for her cookies. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, being the taste tester, we get to do that for free. But that's just one, one of the stories of how you could just walk with your idea. How can you take little steps of it? This podcast, we are super excited to be on 30 And that's the first thing we did. We started to walk with the idea. We both learned we had an idea for a podcast. What would that look like? And we talked about it. What direction would we want to go in? What was the purpose of it? And as we got to talking more, and if you ever met Kimberly, you know that she doesn't um, just run. That usually goes walk to race. After a few conversations, we were sitting in a studio recording. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Crazy as it sounds. And now we're... 30 episodes later because we we started by walking and we we made a commitment and just jumped right into it this isn't even our first podcast i was just gonna say that (laughs) yeah go ahead you know this is the second podcast we started another one and not to include other shows we recorded that may not have had the best production quality that we had to trash but yes that is exactly it and what i love what you said misty is that whole walk run race concept and how it allowed us to, to, to make a decision, take some action, and then go race to this finish line. We're not finished yet, friends. We're just beginning, and we know that there's so much more. But I want to share with you, we're excited because we've created an ebook to help you in the process. We have a great resource that's going to help you begin taking those ideas from your head and leading them right to action. And we're going to drop it in the show notes, but we want to make sure you tune in because this is going to be your baby step to get you started on your journey to bringing it to life. We know that you don't want to let that idea die inside of you. You want to bring it to life. Let your music live outside of your body. And it happens through by way of taking some sort of action. So we want to invite you to download our ebook. Make sure you grab it, download it, and share it with friends that may also be like you with these ideas looming inside of their body. We believe that your ideas are meant to come to life. 
And this resource that we have is going to help you do just that. So make sure you download it. It'll be in our show notes. We can't wait for you to see it. We can't wait to hear feedback and all those great things. So when you go back to this recapping, Misty, what are those four things? If your ideas are keeping you awake at night, what should they do? Step one, write it down and date it. Step two, review them maximum of monthly, but I'd say weekly. I really say weekly. If this idea is important, you're going to want to put some time into it. Step three, organize it, connect the dots, find a way to categorize it so you can start to see how some of these ideas are going to support one another. And step four, the most important step, as always, add some action. Do not be scared to add a little bit of action. Walk with your idea. Because I guarantee once you start walking with your idea, you're going to be inspired. And that inspiration is going to lead you to race with your idea and run with your idea. And eventually you're going to be racing to impact others with that idea. How exciting. Again, don't forget to download the ebook that's going to give you some insight, some inspiration and action to take that idea to the next level. Guys, we're so excited you've joined us for this podcast. Again, be sure to check us out on all of our resources. We're on social media, made to inspire you, the letter U, not Y-O-U, but you. We are excited you've joined us, and we just want to remind you, there's something out there waiting for you. Now go get it. Thank you for listening to the Made to Inspire podcast. We hope you've enjoyed this episode and have picked up some tips, tools, and tactics that will help you move into action. Make sure you follow us on social media. We are made the number two, the letter N, Inspire You. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube. We're out there. But best of all, we ask that you leave us a review. Let us know what you thought. Let us know how you're going to use the information that we're sharing week after week to help you take your inspiration into action. We appreciate you and we look forward to seeing you on our next episode.